Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and you guys are getting ready to watch a really great episode, uh, episode 41 with my girl, Abby Zuniga, aka Barber Abby. I'm really excited for you guys to see this episode. She did so good, and she was so fluid in her banter between her and I, and telling her story, and I think that you guys are really going to enjoy it. Uh, before the episode starts, I really wanted to go ahead and give you guys a little bit of a disclaimer about episode 41. Um straightforward we ran into a little bit of technical issues with the sound uh, my producer mike hamilton at rogue media network has worked very very hard day in and day out for uh, since we recorded to try and restore the audio files that were unfortunately corrupted during the editing process so um the video is going to sound just a little bit different than my normal episodes i think that you guys probably won't be able to tell too much and it might not bother you as well mike again thank you so much he has worked very hard to make sure that it sounds as sounds as smooth as possible and I think that you guys are going to enjoy it nonetheless but um, before you think that your phones are messed up or your laptop is messed up or the, the speakers in your car are messed up they're not it's just going to sound a little bit different a little bit more like this so nonetheless you guys are going to enjoy the episode um, Abby thank you so much for being a part of this episode I did run it by her I sent her a clip of the show she was okay with it I was okay with it my producer was okay with it and I hope that you guys are okay with it um, Abby you were the best thank you so much for being a part of episode 41 to my sponsors to my followers um, to everybody who supports this podcast I love you all so much and you guys are getting ready to watch a really great episode of the public affair I love you all take care Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your boy Andrew G, and welcome to episode 41 of my podcast, The Public Affair. I'm really excited to get this episode started because I got another queen in the building, darling. That's right. Uh, before we get started, go. of course, I want to thank all of you guys for your support and your love for The Public Affair. Of course, to my producer, Mike Hamilton of Rogue Media Network for making this podcast, uh, helping make this podcast really lit and awesome. And before we get started, I definitely want to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors of The Public Affair. To my boy, Juan Arjon, the Arjon Painting. He's a family-owned local paint company that specializes in residential home both interior and exterior has the best quality guaranteed so if you need your home painted make sure you call my boy one at home with at home painting thank you so much for sponsoring the public affair of course the frank Faisal with being jerry finishing he focuses on resurfacing bathtubs counters sinks tiles and more to original showroom quality offers five-year warranty on most work and has the best prices in town and my boy frank doesn't stop there he's the biggest entrepreneur i know because he also has code town tint which is a mobile deep Tint and detailing business offers the best high quality film and products and will be all competitor prices. So if you need any of that work done, make sure you hit up my boy Frank Baizo at Co Townsend or B and Jerry Finishing. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode, Frank. Of course, to Jeffrey Monreal with Oil Box and Audio. He focuses on installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more. He's a jack of all trades, my boy Jeffrey. 
has hooked my car up from ground up. I love Jeffrey. Thank you so much for sponsoring The Public Affair. And of course, to David Santabanez with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office. He'll help you buy a home or sell your home. Make sure you follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea. Follow the number on the screen, darling, for all your real estate needs. Um, thank you guys so much for sponsoring The Public Affair. More to come, darling. All right, so as I said, I have a queen in the building today. You know, I just love inviting a nice queen on the show. I know you guys really appreciate it when I have a very hot, sultry woman on the show. I'm really excited that she agreed to come on. She was recommended by a really good friend of mine, Sid the Barber from Elite Barbershop. I want to introduce um, my first time meeting her, and I love Miss Abby Zuniga. Barber Abby, how are you doing today? Hello, hello. Good. <laughs> are you excited to be here? I am. Yes. I, I really, first of all, I have to say thank you for coming, because when we spoke on the phone, uh, you mentioned that you know you really don't do interviews and such like that, but I guess when you watch the show, you really just kind of like, oh, this is like authentic, I'm, I'm down, and you seem like a real girl, and this is a real show, and so I have to really thank you again for taking the time to be a part of the show. I really oh, appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much for being you. That's what attracted <laughs> me. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, so you know, real recognizing real love song. <laughs> I don't have to say it too. Um, you know, I, the majority of my guests have been men because it's the public affair, right? And none of them ever bought, like, okay, so Abby just wanted some red wine and Cheetos, right? Very North Waco. Uh, Abby bought me a gift, too. Like, no woman ever buys me gifts, okay? I always, no, first of all, men don't even buy me gifts, either. <laughs> so, okay, they usually, yeah, they get what they want, and then they leave, like that guy from last week. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But no, I really appreciate it. I'm gonna open it. I told them I'm gonna open it on the show. Oh my god, what is it? Oh, look, okay, so we got a face mask, we got a car stand. What does it smell like? Night eyes. Night eyes? I'm so similar to black eyes. Black eyes? Yeah. Oh, black eyes. Okay. But it's called night eyes. I thought you said, I thought you meant black eyes. I thought you were punching bitches in their face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then we got a mask, but you know, go with her. And then, um, oh, so cute. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, so what is a bamboo toothbrush and why do I need it? Well, because you definitely got to brush your teeth. Yeah. Is it like organic or something? Or? Well, yeah, and, it's, and it has the Waco laser teeth whitening on it. Oh, so. okay, got you. Yeah, because you do do teeth whitening as well, correct? Yes. Well, so and for anybody who doesn't know, um, Abby is a barber, which is part of the reason why I invited you on the show, because we don't have a lot of female, I don't know of a lot of female barbers. I'm not saying they don't exist, right. but uh, there's few and far between. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was one of the reasons why I was like, oh, I got to have her on the show. That's different. You know what I mean? Yeah, plus, she's, plus she's hot, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, this is cute. Yeah, like, it looks cute. like it's made from a bamboo. <laughs> Like a panda's gonna eat it or something. But is that charcoal like bristles or? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. So it's not gonna make my teeth black, is it? Maybe. No, okay, not. And then um, you know I went down size, right? I mean, okay. <laughs> let's see. Let's see what she got. Extra large. She she did her homework. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought you were gonna get me a two X. Wasn't that bitch? No. <laughs> Why are you correcting me? <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to assume Abby Dog. Just say thank you for the gift. I really appreciate it. Hey, and before we get started, can we work on some red wine? Because Please. it seems like it's gonna be one of those. Here, I'll be honest. I how did you know I love red wine? Uh, you well, know, that's one of my gifted talents. Is it really? Able to, um... <laughs> Just kind of guess. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Here we go. I've never had this kind. Um, this is Roscada. All right, let's do it, darling. Let's cheers to you coming on the public affair, another queen. Thank what you. Mm. Oh shit. Oh. Oh, girl, Delicious. we're gonna drink this whole bottle and this show's gonna be something to talk about in a couple <laughs> weeks, right? And then you can help yourself to the hot cheetos. Yes, like, I'm gonna go ahead. Okay. I, was, I didn't know if you liked that one or the lime one, right? Yeah. Okay. Perfect, perfect, all right, perfect. All right, so while you're pouring yourself up some Cheetos, um, why don't you tell the viewers a little bit about who you are, just in case for anybody who doesn't know. Um, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us where you're from, Mara? Well, I'm Mara Abdul, I'm 
Okay, well, I'm Abby. I'm I remember to use your outside voice because you were being shy earlier. <laughs> uh, I'm Abby. So, no, I am from, uh, here from Waco, Texas, born and raised, South Waco to be exact. South Waco. Yes. South Waco. Um, yeah, and I'm a barber four years uh, already. Okay. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, I have two beautiful kids. Um, yes, Angel okay. and Aliana. How old are they? Uh, so Angel's 16. You're a 16 year old? Yes, I had them when I was 15. Oh, girl, I was going to say, damn, you don't look a day over 21. What are you talking about? How old are you? I'm, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'll show you. I'm 31. Okay. You're 31? Okay, I'm 29. I'll be 30 this year. So, yeah. Okay, you're up there with me, too. Yeah, okay, let me get <laughs> <that> spot, right? <laughs> yes. No, my, well, you look very, very, uh, I was going to say milfish. She looks very good for a mother at 16. So, he's not allowed to watch the mother affair, okay? Please. <laughs> he's already watched like a Oh, my God, please, because kids watch my show and they tell me how much they love it. And I'm like, why are you watching the public affair? <laughs> I put on the YouTube thing, not for kids. Not for kids. <laughs> yeah. You know they don't listen. They don't. No, kids. They don't okay. listen. I didn't mean to interrupt, but go No, ahead. you're good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, six, uh, Angel 16, I had one when I was 15, and then Aliana 6. Okay. Uh, and really, ever since I had my son, it's really just kind of helped me yeah. get me going. Right, okay. Did you think, do you think that you deal, you dealt with a lot of like adversities as a teen mom? Like, do you think that hindered you from a lot of what you wanted to do? Or would you say that that drove you more to be successful? Yes, it definitely did not hinder anything. Okay. It drove me more. Uh, I did have a teacher where that told me she was like, you know, you're going to make things so difficult for yourself. Really? You know, like, I, I honestly was really upset at what she said. Okay, yeah. I was like, you know what? It is what it is, but yeah. I, just, I just got to go hard. But, but yeah, because I think a lot of girls that have kids that young, um, I mean, there's no really real direction in life you know what i mean and so uh maybe for you you just channeled it differently and we're just like fuck that i'm gonna go out there and you know be a boss bitch you know what i mean yeah. hey what's on your teeth it's a tooth gym yeah I never th- so i have a, uh, a razor blade a razor blade yeah remind me not to kiss you <laughs> yeah just <laughs> yeah, I'm cute. Okay. no it's so cute and okay. uh, we have tons i wear our wake laser teeth whitening we also yeah, yeah. Uh, we offer the tooth gym installation Ooh. we have tons we have uh diamonds we have yeah. uh, 18 karat gold okay. design yeah i need to get one you i should. thought about getting grills because i think that's like super gangster and i kind of want to be like paul wall you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> and, so, and get like a set of grill, like diamonds like like this like you know what i mean and yeah. so, but i don't know the tooth gems are kind of doing it for me I want a big giant diamond. I want it to flash Ooh, when we're on the public affair. Like, it's just right here. You know what I mean? Yes. So that way when I... And you I'm glad you, you know, I'm glad you even mentioned it because I was okay. definitely going to tell you I was going to come by. I got I, you. I, you know what? I'm going to. Yeah. I, I, I definitely want to talk about the teeth whitening just a little bit later. Um, but so... You have a child when you're 15. What was life growing up for you in South Waco? I mean, you know, I, I had lots of people on the show from South Waco, and some said that their experiences were different, where they, they dealt with a lot of adversities, or it was a very positive experience. What was life like for you growing up on that side of town? I'm from New York, so I really don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, honestly, okay, just to stay on that, I, think, yeah. I wish I was born and raised in New York. I don't know why. I'm, really? just, I'm so intrigued with that fast life. I, it's, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Long Island, so we have a beach everywhere, and I just really have the beach dog. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I'm a beach whore. I just want to. I just want to lay on the beach and eat sushi all day. That's oh, all I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 it's awesome. <laughs> uh, so I definitely, uh, for me, the childhood was amazing. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Yes, um, I grew up with uh, both my parents, yeah. and uh, I was very spoiled. I'm like the consentida in the family. Oh, really? So <laughs> I was very spoiled. It was yeah. really awesome. Uh, but they were strict. Okay. You know, it's a Mexican family, so yeah, they were yeah. strict. But other than that, it was really good. I enjoyed okay. it, you know. Were you an only child or? No. Yeah, okay. I have an older brother. You have an older yes, brother. but I'm the only girl. So I was the only girl raised around other people's boys. Oh, really? So yeah. do you think that means your heart ass when you fighting bitches or? <laughs> no, no, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Okay, so um, 
you know, I, I kind of like, I didn't know that you were a teen mom, so do you mind if we dive into that just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, okay, because I always think that's like really awesome. You know, TV and media really glorified that, you know what I mean? Especially for our generation, because they had a whole TV show behind it. Um, how do you feel about, I mean, would you, you would have encouraged a teenager to get pregnant, would you? Or is it just something that just kind of happens and you can, like, life is what you make it? Or like, what can you talk about in your experiences being a teen mom? Yeah, so for me, I guess, um, oh, definitely I wouldn't encourage it. I would encourage, you know, living your teenage years, your youth years, right. your young adolescent years. Yeah, yeah. The best free, less, you know, non I wouldn't say non-responsible way, yeah. but just not having to worry about another human being at that point. For you sure, know? yeah. Um, but, I mean, for me, it was um, it was easier to say than done just okay. because um, I did have a lot of support. My mother oh, helped good. me a lot. Yeah. Um, his dad and his family helped me a lot, so yeah. it wasn't as hard. But I mean, I still definitely took a lot of responsibility. Yeah, I'm sure I did what I had to do. Okay, gotcha. I didn't, I didn't play around with it. I took it very serious. Right, right. And I mean, literally the same year I was born, I had, I had my first job. I'm right. 15 years old, and I'm yeah. over there working. What was your first job then? Was Bush's Chicken? No, okay. that was actually my second one. Like, <laughs> don't you feel like, like everybody's worked at Bush's Chicken? Yes, uh, should I just say this? Uh, people that work at Bush's Chicken, specifically the one in Hewitt, because that's where I live, uh, uh, they just be acting like, girl, give me my number two, all right? Like, <laughs> you can relax. You know, like, they're very, I don't know, that's just me. I mean, I love Bush's Chicken, don't get me wrong, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that was your, what was your first well, I mean, that's the one in Hewitt, that's why you gotta go to the one in South Wales or something. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, they didn't come on and open up because yeah. I kind of dropped so far into the way you Tuesday, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, wait till Tuesday. Okay, no, what was your first show? <laughs> it was, the first show was Mr. Snow. What is that? Is that the snow cone place? Yes, yeah, it's the snow cone place. I, I, I didn't know about that place. Yes. Oh, yeah, I knew Mr. Snow. Oh. Yes. Well, girl, I bet it was hot in summertime. It was? Yeah. Okay, they, the, the snow cones kept it cold. But you have to do what you have to do as a mother at 15 years old. And I think that's really great that you have the support of your family, too. I mean, I think a lot of girls don't have the... I don't want to say the fortune, they have the misfortune of not having support from their family. A lot of people kind of get casted away when they become teen parents, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, good for you, Abby. I mean, obviously, you're a boss now. Um, I almost said boss bitch. I just don't want to disrespect because we don't know it's each okay. other. It's okay, I call people bitches all the time. Oh, cool. So, we can, call, we can call each other bitches during the show. That'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay, so, um, I always say that's a term of endearment because I feel like I'm allowed to say that word because I'm gay, you know what I mean? Just like I'm allowed to say fag because I'm gay, you know? I just, I hate being called a fag unless we're effing, like, sorry. <laughs> I do, I do. I tell that to everybody. I'm like, I don't want you calling me a fag unless we're like in the bedroom. Like, it's like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I do. Yeah, so anyway, okay, so, okay. <laughs> what, really, sorry, what really intrigued me to you was that because uh, my barber stint the barber, yeah. um, we were, I was getting my hair cut one day and he was just kind of like, you know, we were talking about the guests that I've had on the show because I'm very open with him about who I invite on the show and stuff like that. He was, me and him have been supporting each other since the very beginning, like, awesome. even before he um, opened his shop. And he was like, hey, you want another queen on the show? And I was like, who you got for me? And he said, there's this chick named Barbara Abbey. I was like, Bar like, is her name Barbara? <laughs> and he says, no, 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 Barbara, Barbara Abby. She's a barber, it's, you know, girl, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. Look you up on Facebook. I immediately fell in love. Because I was like, again, there's not a lot of women who become barbers. They usually become hairstylists, whatever the case, and then that's it. Um, what would you say the process for you becoming a barber was like? And were, was there any intimidation factors or anything like that? Or, and what, like, inspired you to do that? So what inspired me was um, my son. He yeah. was two years old. I took him to the barber. Shout out to Christian at uh, King. At King's. Yeah. Can you can you tell Christian to come on the public fair, please? Christian is not. He he's shy. He's not. He I've had so many people, I'm sorry, I don't need to interrupt, this, no, I love it, and this is the one, he, and so many people have told me to get Christian from King's Barbershop, even including my barber, yes. okay, and then there's another guy who works over there, I'm not going to give it away, but I've been inviting him to, and I think they're kind of like, you know, I don't know, you know what I mean, so you just need to kind of convince him that I don't bite. <laughs> <laughs> I 
think that's why it normally is. Yeah, but he's very sweet. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was King um, Christian over at King's. At King's. He, okay. um, he was cutting the backyard of his uh, back of his house. Yeah. And man, Angel was crying his little ass off. Oh, like, really? Not, <laughs> but then I thought it was like, well, maybe if it was a female, you know, we got that motherly chest. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was like, that's what inspired me. Really? Know? Okay. Yeah. And so that's just really where it was from. And it, seven years later, I finally went to barber school. Right. So he was hysterical with Christian, maybe because not that he was a stranger, but it's like, this is not my mother. You know what I mean? Um, so that's simply just for wanting to make your son feel more comfortable. I guess that's even more. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it is a different feel when it's a woman, you know? And so yeah. I was like, well, maybe if it was a woman that, you know, was cutting his hair, he'll feel more like, Calm, okay. you know, because maybe Christian was being rough with him. I don't know, I'm just <laughs> not, sh not shy Christian. No, he's not being yeah. And so did he have kings at the time or? No, no. Uh, okay. I mean, we were in high school at the time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, 15. I, so I was like 17. Right. My son was two years old. Yeah, yeah I got so, you. Yeah, Christian's been cutting that long. Okay, so what what was it like? I mean, when you, was your son like your first client? No, it was very exciting. Yes, okay. he was my first, very first uh, client. Okay. Yeah, but no, I went all in. I didn't care. Did you really? <laughs> so were you, but were you doing like women's hair beforehand, or you just was like, I'm jumping straight to barber? No, well, in middle school, I did. I used to oh. braid hair, and okay. I even tried cutting one of my best friend's hair. Oh, like, yeah. You said a whole staircase? What does that even mean? I'm scared. Just a lot of lines. Y'all just in middle school. I thought you thought you were really doing something too. You just. I already did. I was like, girl, I did so. Yeah, you gotta post a picture of that, please. I hope you have a picture. No, I'll have to find it. No, we have to find it. Yeah, could you imagine? We'll do. We'll post that as promo. I think that'd be awesome. No, okay, so but, okay, so you end up graduating high school. Yeah. Okay, so what was, I mean, what was your dream? I guess like was it always? It wasn't always to be a barber because you said that your son inspired you to do so. Um, what did you want to do beforehand? I mean, like, what what caused you to deteriorate from that? I mean, I've always, I'm always <laughs> just like helping people. And yeah. So my thing was, I've always wanted to be a nurse. I just mm. wanted to be a nurse. Mm. I was at CNA. I did my CNA classes in high school. Gotcha. So I just wanted to be a nurse. Yeah. But, Dude, I went to school for a little bit. I was in lobotomy. I drew blood. Okay. And just being around the nurses, like I yeah. was like, mm, maybe not that. Yeah. Okay. What was it about it though? Like, because I think a lot of people want to be nurses until they work in the medical field. Like to that. be honest with you, I don't like bullies, and so. Oh, okay. um, when I did some clinicals at, at a hospital that I went out mentioned. Um, <laughs> <Anyway. yeah. laughs> <laughs> so like, when I went on there, like the nurses, they, they just didn't seem like they were very genuine about helping the people. And okay. that made me so upset. And I'm like, I can't be here because I know I'm going to try to defend, not try, but I would defend right, the right, patients. Right. So I was like, let me just remove myself from this situation. Okay. And so I was like, well, what, what, what can I do to help people and still, you know, do what I love to do? Right. And it took quite a while, to be honest, for me to figure out it was barbering. Really? It took a long, seven years. Okay. Yes. Got you, got you. You know, would you say that, um, that maybe you had a hard time building clientele because you were a woman in the game? Well, uh, no. So when it comes to like barbering, <laughs> okay. so the reason that it took me a while to, to finally decide about barbering was because okay. I was working and working and I just wasn't ever content. Like I'll literally have a job for maybe a year. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, this isn't it. This isn't it. And gotcha. then finally I was like, okay, you know what? I want to be my own boss. I want to make my own hours. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I love hair, but I want—I don't want to deal with women because yeah. I can barely stand myself. I love women, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love women. We are beautiful. We are unique. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I just can't. I'm just gonna be around. Women are catty. Let's just be honest. Women are catty, aren't they? Uh, yeah. For the most, especially to each other. Like I've listened. I've had a job where I worked with all women, and they're all catty. Then I've had a job where I worked with all men, and they're just testosterone driven. They're almost the same to a fault. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I don't know what I'm saying. 
So I'm just like, you know what? I'd rather do a 30 minute cut, get him in and out, than versus being with a woman for two hours. Okay, gotcha. That's a lot for me. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do barbering. I'm gonna do barbering, and so that's just what it was. Okay. And it was. It's, it's been great. And right, right. But that's really. It was just a combination of being able to help somebody, so cut their hair, make them look good. Yeah. And then you know, having my own hours. But as far as like. Building my clientele, I had to be realistic because right. I am a female. When, during barber school, like, dude, literally people will go in there, which I went to school in Colleen. It's yeah. called OG's Hair and Design. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mr. Lane. Uh, <laughs> hey, Mr. Lane. Yes. Is he hot? Uh, hey, so may say. <laughs> <laughs> I like he is, a handsome, he, he is a handsome guy. Okay, gotcha. And um, so, yeah, so I went over there and um, I just. Being around uh, there, I, was, I noticed there was guys uh -huh. that would be like, no, I don't want a female cutting my hair. Really? And I remember it would like really upset me. Right. Not to the point where I wouldn't like cry or anything, but yeah. I, would, I would laugh about it. I'd be like, okay, well, go get your hair cut by somebody that's going to fuck you up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, don't they understand that you guys are in school to learn? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the majority, I met Sid when he went to barber school. Mm -hmm. um, the, there was one here in Waco. I can't, I Interstate 35. Interstate, yeah. yeah, okay. So I met him when he was there because my friend Zay was cutting hair at the time there too. And I remember the teacher would always yell at them like the kids and stuff because they would complain about their haircuts and they're like listen you guys have to remember these are students cutting your hair they're here to learn that's why you pay four dollars for a haircut you know what I mean? <laughs> so if they fuck it up they fuck it up you took okay. your chance coming here you know what i mean but no but then there were some people like i, I always recognized sid i had joe cuts on this show he was yeah. another one that i always looked at um, and then of course my friend Zay, who uh, Zay Cabral, who was cutting hair at the time, and they were always like really good and fast, and you know what I mean, and always making everybody really, really cute. And I think a lot of people don't really realize that that does help people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I had somebody who wasn't a barber cut my hair for a long time. I was like, eh. and then, then I finally got a barber. I was like, you can't tell me shit. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Except Sid loves playing with my hair, so he's always doing different things. I miss my comb over. Hey, but, you know what? Talking about Joe. Okay. So before I went to barber school, this was like still me trying to like decide if I'm gonna go to barber school. Yeah. I had actually used to go. Shower Joe. Oh, really? He used to cut hair inside of the house. I okay. This is Ant's house. Yeah. And I used to go and shadow him. I used to literally just go over there with my little notebook and just uh -huh. watch him cut hair and stuff because, I mean, that's the only way you're going to learn. Right, right. And, like, honestly, in barber school, yeah, we learn more techniques and we get to practice on people right. and stuff. And so... Uh, but yeah, I remember, I do remember I used to go shadow Joe. Okay, cool. A while back. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome. Would you, did you say that, would you say that you have a really good relationship with most of the barbers here in town or... Um, I mean, yeah, because I mean, yeah. I don't think with anybody. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you seem like a pretty straightforward girl. Like, yeah. yeah, even on social media, I notice that you don't post a lot and stuff like that. It's usually just sharing like funny, funny meme or something, or your cuts or your work. And so, uh, how does how does Abby stay above the fray when it comes to competition? And it's like there's all these barbers in town, and especially you being a female. Do you think that it comes down harder on you because you're a female barber? No. Not at all? No. <laughs> okay. I like to do things that nobody really does. So okay. I, it's, I just pretty much stay in my own lane. I only worry about myself, what I can do to better myself. Gotcha. And so I really don't, I don't. So I mean, there's just... a lot of badass people. There's people that are better than me. And so okay, like, gotcha. if anything, that's just more like inspiration. But I want to say like, no, I don't have no competition. I don't feel anything like that. Yeah, I got you. I think that's, I think that's really awesome, too, especially to see, like, a woman do, like, things that's mainly male-driven, you know what I mean? Because it really just breaks that barrier where people think that this is only for dudes and this is only for girls, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I mean, personally, I'm not going to wear, like, fucking high heels on a dress. That's just me, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm just be like, yeah, that, that. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, so would you say that there were any, like, hardships or adversities while you were in the process of becoming a barber, or...? I mean, with, uh, just because I am a female, like, okay. I believe in myself, but I have to now prove everybody else. Okay, and gotcha. so, yes, of course, I have to, you know, 
level up. So, so how long did it take when you were in the school though for a client or like a customer to be like, you know, I'll give her a chance? You well, know I know a lot of people did give me a chance just because I was a female, so they were like, oh, yeah. just have her cut my hair. She's cute or yeah, yeah. sad. So they, they, I mean, people gave me <laughs> opportunities and chances. And so yeah, yeah. It wasn't really hard. I think it was at the barber shop. Okay. And I'm a hustler, so I mean. Me, whenever the guys would come in, if I knew that they were coming in as a walk-in, you know what, I asked me, you walking in, they'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, come on, come yeah, on with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of them would be hesitating. I just mm-hmm. have to accept the fact, you know, it is what it is. I can't okay. cry about it and do nothing else, so I'll just let it go. Right. I'll wait for the next one to come in. I got you. So That's pretty crazy, though. Yeah. Hey, can you explain to me what uh, scalp micropigmentation is? <laughs> I, saw, I, I had to look at my notes for that one, because I was looking at your stuff earlier in the week, and I was like, oh, what is that? Because I'm thinning, girl. Okay? Like, I hate it. And so, um, why don't you explain to us, like, what that is? And is that something that you specialize in, or? Yeah, so it's a new service that I've, uh, I'm offering. It's, okay. uh, it's a scalp tattoo, so it replicates the hair follicle. So, uh, there's some people who will, like, have, like, thinning areas. Yeah. Maybe they want their edge line a little <laughs> bit more, like, crispier. Okay. So then the barbers will spray, like, microfibers on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have okay. you seen that? I, see, I think I've seen my barber do it. It's, like, black, like, spray paint kind yeah, of? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And so, it pretty much just, it's pretty much similar to that, but permanent. Ooh, okay. Yes, and so it gives you a fuller look. Sit, take notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives you a fuller look. And yeah. so it's good for people who have alopecia, hair thinning, yeah. balding, or scars on their Oh, okay. So it helps kind of camouflage that. So it gives you more of a complete fuller look. Okay, now is that something that you have to be like certified in? Or does any barber be able to do it? Or is it just like a tool that they created? Or how does that work? Um, so you you most definitely want to be certified. Okay. And, and you know, when, when I say you want to be certified, you want yeah. to go get trained by the proper person. Yeah, for sure. It is a tattoo, and so it does come you do have to get licensed for that also okay um and so with it being uh it is a, a non-invasive but it's still yeah. it's permanent so you got to oh, take okay. it very serious but yeah uh any barber can actually do it they yeah. just have to go through the training i'm gonna talk to uh my barber sit sit uh, can we talk about that sit i really I, i'm gonna tell next time when i get my haircut on thursday i'm gonna go hey uh, she talked to me about my hair or something, something and yeah because i do because i'm thinning and i hate it i really can't stand it like it's yeah. driving me crazy um, i'm only 30 years old and my hair is thinning like yeah. i don't know what happened you gotta come see me dude i know <laughs> I, I, I believe i'm one of the first central uh, Texas uh, S&P artist. Oh, okay. There's people in Dallas and in Austin. Right. I don't know about Central Texas. I believe I'm the only one so oh, far. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm right to do things that are not being done. No, I think I possibly I, have to break barriers. Yeah, I think that's really great too, and that's part of the reason why I invited you on the show is because I love when somebody just takes chances on themselves, and you know what I mean, and stuff like that. So I mean, good for you. And, and so where where can we find you? Um, or for anybody who's looking for a new barber, where can they find you? At? Well, I mean, they can call me. <laughs> <laughs> Find me on Instagram. Yeah. Happy, but I mean, my cell phone number is plastic everywhere. Really? Like, I mean, if you can't call me about no business, I'm just going to open it. Oh, I got you. Okay, because you did ignore my phone call in the very beginning. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we got to talk. And I had a really good conversation with you that night. Yeah, you, really you, you, heard, you was trying to get me off the phone. We were talking a little bit too much. No, I, you know, girl, it's not that I was trying to catch up. <laughs> I was like, I was talking to you, but I was also trying to rebook a guest. <laughs> and this guest canceled. It was a whole pop. No, no, we was yeah. We, we were, but you know what? And then I didn't even realize that we were like following each other already on social media because there's so many people that I request that request me. You know what I mean? Just for like networking purposes. And so when my barber, Sid, told me about it, I was like, ooh, I'm ready to step in. And then you said that you had seen like clips of the show and stuff like that. Um, and I'm really happy to know that you, did you get to watch some of the episodes or? I did. You did, okay. Yeah. The ones that I sent you? Or yeah. that? <laughs> I did actually see a little bit of Mary Jane. Oh, okay. And, uh, Lindsay, a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just here and there. And you, you and Mary Jane are actually uh, friends, aren't you? Yeah, we're pretty cool. Yeah, I saw you guys at a party. Um, well, not, I didn't see you at the party, but I saw a picture of you guys um, at this party over the weekend. And so it was you, Mary Jane, the other, please forgive me, I don't remember the other girl's name. I, I don't know if it was her party. 
Uh, Tanessa. Tanessa, okay. And who's very hot. Impressions. Yeah, okay, so, so it's so cute when I saw that picture because now I have you on the public affair, episode 41. I had Mary Jane on the show yeah. and I had Precious's husband, Nomi, on the show. Oh, yeah. I think he was like episode nine, girl, I was 50 pounds heavier. You know what I mean? And uh, he was another one who I didn't know and I invited him on because a lot of people were telling me, oh, this would be cool. And uh, his episode, hey, Nomi, was on there. And so I, I always thought Precious, I just saw a bunch of queens in the picture. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I thought, oh, that's cool. So I just that was missing, a very powerful picture. Yeah, it really was. I'm just missing Talisa on the show. That, that way it could be completely. You have your ass rolling. Really? <laughs> okay. So I, I'm really, again, thank you again for sharing that insight. So I kind of want to take a turn here. Okay. We, we spoke about something on the phone. And in the, in the beginning, you were very hesitant to talk about it. But, uh, you know, I said, just sleep on it. You know, I'm not going to force you to talk about anything you don't want to. And um, right before we started recording, I said, hey, are we sure? And she said, yeah, let's go, because I know how I'm going to handle this. But um, like most young women, uh, they go through like a lot of trials and tribulations, you know, growing up with men and stuff like that. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about what we talked about on the phone um, and how you were able to overcome that? Can I just throw it out there? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and and that's we might have to take another step. <laughs> yes. yes. And thank you again for being brave to share this. Yes. Um, 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 when we were on the phone, Abby had mentioned that as um, a young mother, or whatever the case was, um, that she was involved in a somewhat abusive relationship. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about like what that was like for you, and, and maybe overcoming that situation? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to name. I'm not going to make you name who it was or how they were affiliated with you. But um, I think when we talk about it over the phone, there's just a lot of young women that go through stuff like that that can't find like themselves afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I, first of all, thank you so much for agreeing to talk about it. And can you um, elaborate more on that? Yeah, so uh, I was in an abusive relationship okay. for some time. And um, I, did, I did lose myself. Okay. I lost in the pudding and I was like, damn. Was it I? chocolate, vanilla, or caramel Ooh, pudding? Ooh, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it was a very rough time. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of transitions going on, but yeah. I did have to realize, you know what, like they say, first time shame on you, second time shame. No, first time shame on them, second yeah. time shame, shame on you. Yeah, shame on me or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I did realize that, you know, it took some time for me to realize, you know what, I was voluntarily in an abusive relationship okay. because I never put my foot down just because I never separated myself from that situation. Right. And I do feel like it's really important for anybody who's in an abusive relationship. It doesn't matter if it's a physical, right. verbal, mental um, abusive relationship. You know, you have to realize that you're no longer a victim once it happens to you more than one time. Yeah, for sure. Now, in your situation, was it a physical, verbal, mental? Was it all of the above? A little bit of what I it was a whole cocktail. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's <laughs> not, it's yeah. not funny. Yeah. It's not funny, no. but I mean, it was. You know, right. it, it was. It, it was a little bit of everything, and so um, I mean, I I grew from it. Though, okay. You know, uh, the rose came out the concrete, and yeah. you know, and I learned from it, and right. I, I moved past it. I forgave that person. Yeah. And, okay. You know, like, I, but I had the only reason that I was able to forgive that person is because I have to realize my part in that, and my okay. part was allowing that person to do it more than once, more than two times, and. You know, and yeah. Now, when you say allowing that person and um, you taking responsibility, it's not like you were saying, yeah, you can go ahead and take your frustrations out on me. But when you say that, do you mean because like you stood in the situation and it was like it was your job to kind of get out? Do you feel like young women and it happens to men, too? Do you feel like in, in your case, like mentally, maybe you were like, no, there's a purpose here. I have to stay here. I can help this person. Or what was that like for you? Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, you feel like you had a purpose or you have to help them out or yeah. you probably didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was um, valued. Like I didn't feel huh. like I kind of felt like, 
Well, shit, I, I guess it's true. Nobody else is going to want me, you know, or really? like pulling out my flaws and making me feel like nobody else is going to accept them. Yeah. So, you know, you do get to that point where you start believing that person. Okay. But um, thank God that I was able to find God again and I was able to realize, yeah. like, no, you know what? I'm a bad bitch. Like, why yeah, am I sure. like, feeling like this? You know, yeah, and, yeah. And we're all our own bad bitches or, or we're our own. Like, I'm a bad bitch too. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, or like yeah. to the man, like, you are a real man. Like, awesome. You just have to be able to accept and you have to love yourself and you have right. to remember, like, who you are. Like, don't let the next person tell you who you are because right. that, that person didn't make you got this. So yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you have to just realize who you are and yeah. you have to value yourself and find yourself. So how long were you involved in the abuse before you found yourself and said, hey, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing? Do you know what I mean? Gosh, a lot of Really? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was for a long time. Okay, got gotcha. you. And was, was this when you were a lot younger? Or? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So probably, you know, again, you're a 15-year-old mother. Well, not to say that's going to happen. Right. But, you know, when you were younger, you know, you're in a different mindset. You know, um, I, I've seen a lot of people go through abuse as well, um, whether it be physical, mental, verbal, whatever. And it can happen to any, it doesn't necessarily even have to be, like, from relationships. It could be, like, from friendships or yes. just people in general, you know, being shitty. Um, do you think that the person that was abusing you was battling with their own demons? Most definitely. Okay. Most definitely. Yeah. You know, we, you know, when you point your finger at somebody, you're really, you're really like mirroring who you are to that person. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to always try to see the good in people because I want to believe I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you, if you always have something to complain about, always something to nag about, that's really how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Okay. You know? And so I do feel I like that person was having to deal with their own, you know, demons and their own battles. Okay. And I was just there as... Trying to help them out, I feel like I was helping out, but I really was maybe making things worse. Like because, enabling it. Yeah, okay. you know, and so that's and that's the reason why we have to realize where we play our part in, in okay. the person's relationship because it's like you're probably the enabler. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why you have to remove yourself. It has nothing to do with that person. It has to do with yourself. Got you. Now, and do you feel? And we probably spoke on this already, but do you feel like you were enabling that person, and in what way? How? Because like you can't like maybe there was more to than just being. Oh well, I'm enabling him because I'm staying. Do you know what I mean? Or was that basically the case? Well, or? I think when you get to that point where somebody hurts you, okay. you're most likely thinking about how can I fucking hurt that person too because they hurt me. Oh, okay, gotcha. So then now, oh, you know what makes that person mad? Okay, well... Oh, like you, wishes their best. Yeah, so okay. now you're treating me like shit, you talk to me like I ain't shit, so now I'm going to go ahead and press every button that I can find oh, wow. to make okay. you feel the same way. Uh, that's just me. Yeah, yeah. In that relationship, not no more, okay? Not anymore. That's, that's <laughs> so try to scare away the dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Okay. But it's just, you know, playing that tick for tack kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, and that's the reason why they say you never, you know, what is it like? You never do uh, wrong for wrong or something. Okay. You, know, you just kind of like just got to separate yourself, you know? Right, but at the end of the day, you can help nobody. You can't. You can try to be there at positive light, but if that mm. person is just not accepting it, if they're not willing to, like, like they say, you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, okay. it's the same thing in a relationship, yeah. you know? You might want to be with that person. You can see yourself marrying that person, this and this and that, yeah. but at the end of the day, if that person doesn't want to help themselves, how the fuck can they help you? It, I, I completely agree 100%. You know, I have to say um, that I am aware of some situations similar to that. And, you know, it, it's just, I think it's hard to, you know, maybe accept that there's nothing that you can do for that person. Do you know what I mean? Like, you really want to be the person that's, like, a guiding light. And in most cases, just like you said, you can't help somebody that won't help themselves. How long did it take for you to forgive that person and say, you know what, like, we're going to separate, but I still have love for you or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, what, what was that process like for you? I've always had love for that person no matter what. Okay. Uh, it was me loving myself. That was a problem yeah. that I couldn't love myself. But um, 
I want to say maybe like a year or two after we separated that uh, okay. I was able to kind of just forgive him and realize my part in it. Okay. But I've always had love for that person and I still got mad love for that, that person. That's good, yeah. yeah. So, but was the conversation like really nerve-wracking in the beginning? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, we have to, we really have to talk about this. Like, we have to confront it. And were you scared to leave in the beginning? Oh, yes. I was yeah. so scared to leave. <laughs> okay. Like, that was the love of my life. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And that's the reason why it was so hard for me to leave because it's like, that's the love of my life. Like, that's okay. just somebody so important to do you me. Think, do you think that he learned from it as well? Um, or do you think it's, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think you know, but I think you know the the main thing that I took from when we talked on the phone and what we're taking from now is that I really feel like forgiveness really is important. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I feel like a lot of people live with a lot of hate in their heart because they don't come to terms with like their demons or their dark side or people that they've done wrong or whatever the case is. And so for you to say that you just built the strength to forgive that person and now you guys got a pretty good relationship, I think it's fair to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, not that y'all are just like kicking it every day or anything, whatever the case is, but um, you, it's okay to forgive that person that was abusive to you. Yes, yeah, okay. but people have to realize it starts with yourself yeah like it, and i know it may seem a little uh, like it may come off like selfish but you mm. it really starts with you you have yeah. to love yourself you have to forgive yourself for allowing that person or uh, allowing for that person to hit you know do what they do yeah to you. for sure and then that's what makes it easier for you to forget that person because nobody's perfect you right, know what i'm right. saying and okay. even that person like he's that he's not perfect or anything but right. at the end of the day like i allow myself to intervene with what he had going on okay. his demons his problems right. you know what i'm saying and so, yeah, so it's, you, but that's for me, you I, know? Yeah, and then as hard as, as, as hard as it is for you to accept, you, you couldn't help that person battle their demons and stuff like that. And so, at what, you know, at some point you just said, hey, I gotta let go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're done here, move on, find yourself, I'll find myself. And that's what you did, essentially. You became a boss bitch. You know what I mean? And I, I just think, I have to applaud you heavily, um, because I said we wouldn't harp on this, because I know it was, like, hard for you to talk about. So, again, thank you for sharing with us. But um, I just think it's so... Um, positive and awesome that you forgave that person, that you found it in your heart to be like, you know what, life's got to move on. This person's an important part of my life. They always will be. And, you know, we can move on from this. You know what I mean? Like, and do you think that some people are unfairly, like, lynched as an abuser their whole life? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you think it really is important for people that like, you have to forgive your abuser because, you know, as long as they come to terms with themselves and stuff like that? Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have to. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, and, and people talk about it right now when it comes to it, because I'm very metaphor, metaphorical. Yeah. Right? So if you think about it, McDonald's can fuck up your menu, I mean, your order, uh -huh. and you're still going to go back. Right. You might fucking get a stomach virus from this restaurant, and then you're going to go back. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, if you keep, uh, if you get over that and you keep going back, right. like, why would you not forgive this person? Like, what? It, but that's the reason why you have to go back to yourself. Like, this right. is me allow, uh, forgiving them. That's right. not accepting it. That's not saying that that was that right. That was right. Okay. Yeah, or, yeah, that's, that's not, that's right. not, no, that's not it. It's just yeah. the fact that you forgive yourself. I move past it. I, I learned from that. Right. I'm not gonna allow that to happen again. Okay. Because it can be the, it can be the next person that oh, yeah. to you. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah. And so. And I, yeah, for sure. So, what do you say to the to the young woman watching this podcast right now that's maybe going through something similar, that's going through some abuse or anything like that? Um, what do you what do you say to that person? I mean, I would just say you have to just kind of take some time for yourself and know what you want, and okay. and, and, and and you all the pretty things about yourself you know the inside and out yeah. and just tune into that and you know whatever it is that you're proud of of who you are you have to just channel that and just yeah. keep going because i mean we all have our flaws right you know we're ugly to somebody yeah. and that's fine you know you're not supposed to be for everybody you're not supposed to be everybody's cup of tea as long as you're happy with who you are that's hard to accept i mean and you have to you no, know? You're, and you're right i wish i was everybody's cup of tea but some people but just can't, can't stand no, me, some yeah. people don't even like 
tea, you know? Yeah, like, okay. I prefer some coffee before I tea, but you know? <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah, that's you, okay you know, yeah. you just have to find the right person. And like, I, I tell some of my single clients, and you know, I have to take things for myself, it's like, I tell them, you know, do uh -huh. whatever makes you happy. If you like to go bowling, go fucking bowl your ass off. Yeah, and yeah. maybe you'll find somebody that, oh, she's been here bowling the last five times, yeah. and now she's always by herself. Well, maybe that's your person, because y'all have yeah. the same interests or something, you know? But you have to do whatever makes you happy, okay. you know? And, and I just think that's important. Yeah, and it's not an easy road to it's take not, either. Like, forgiveness no. especially is not an easy, like, I, I've been through some shit where I'm still trying to forgive the person, you know, that was involved with some bullshit years ago you know what i mean like i i, I struggle with that to this i bet day. that person moved on with their life though they probably did i'm curious that's what i'm saying, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah but, you know but I, and, you know we all did at the end of the day like we all did and uh, you know a lot of other people were not involved but knew what was going on and i've talked about it on the show so it's, i'm not gonna harp on this but i think to to reflect off of what you said um, it, it is, it's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to find forgiveness and we all have our own times, you know what I mean? But um, I think it's important. I think it's the most important part of moving on is forgiveness. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us. I mean, I know that was hard. I was, I was a little scared. I really wanted you to, you know what I mean? So I thought it was really gonna resonate. Like I don't have a lot of women on the show. Yeah. So, you know, I was really going to resonate with that woman that was going through that. So I think you're brave. I think you're beautiful. I think you're a boss bitch. I love you. Thank this you. wine is delicious. This Cheeto's great. Let's move on. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers yeah. to moving on. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I want to talk about um, some of your other endeavors. So we mentioned that you do teeth like whitening as well. Uh -huh. um, so why don't you talk, first of all, how did my teeth look? They could look better. Why are you doing that? Excuse me, did she just read me on my own show? <laughs> Abby, oh <laughs> Did you just read me on my own show? <laughs> yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Okay, um, so teeth whitening, well, other endeavors. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about what that's all about and stuff? So, um, <laughs> she, just, she just dragged my ass for film on my own podcast, you guys. Sticker, sticker. Bitches ain't shit. Sorry, hey, didn't we just talk about forgiveness? Okay. <laughs> Can you forgive me? Yes. <laughs> and I know that my teeth are great. Yes, they are. Okay, okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, teeth whitening. So, I first found out about uh, the um, teeth whitening back um, three years ago okay. in Colorado. I went to Colorado for 420. I sure did. For 420? Yes. <laughs> That's my niece's birthday, by the way. <laughs> happy birthday, Maya. Uh, yes, happy birthday. Yeah. Um, She's so, I, I went over there. <laughs> I went over there uh, before 20 and I was walking in the mall and I seen her doing teeth whitening. And I'm like, okay. what the hell? I was like, they do teeth whitening. Were you high? I probably was. Okay. Oh, I had to be. I had to be. Had I was high literally the, the, an hour after I landed. Oh, wow. Like, where's, the, where's the nearest? Uh, and they, do they sell it there? Like, yeah. Just well, like regular? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Regional. Yeah. yeah. So you can pull up on him and everything. So you just over there, like, oh, <laughs> teeth whitening. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need to be white. Like, look at that hot ass dude. Okay, I'm saying good. Yes. So, um, yeah, so I was sitting there doing teeth whitening in the middle of the mall. So when I came back to work, I'm at Kings. Uh -huh. And I'm like, thinking, I'm like, damn, I'm going to do teeth whitening here. And I'm, but there's no room there. You never yeah, yeah. Open oh, I've been to Kings, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so um, when I finally moved out of Kings, I had my own suite. Yeah. It, was a, it, was, it wasn't big, but I was like, you know what? I can put a wall here. Okay. And, so I actually was, I initially had put a wall in my room. Yeah. So I can do the S&P in the back and cut in the front. Yeah. And so the S&P just wasn't, I, I honestly didn't have any confidence in it. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm gonna take my time with this, but yeah. I need to make some money with that back room. So I'm yeah, like, what can sure. I do? And that's when I thought about the, the teeth whitening. Okay. I'm like, you know, that would be the perfect thing. I do the teeth uh -huh. whitening in the back and her cut here in the front. And so that's really just where it, it all started from yeah. two years ago. Yeah. So, so do you get a lot of customers that say, okay, uh, girl, fade me up, and then after this, my teeth got to be pretty. Yeah, I did have, it wasn't a lot, but it was little by little. Yeah, yeah. I was building 
little by little. Yeah. Okay, so is that like a package thing though, or do you charge separate, or how does that work? It is separate now. And what is the process of whitening this? Like, what do you use, or like? So it's the three easy steps. So we okay. have a kind of mineral based uh, whitening gel. Okay. So it does come straight from Colorado. Oh. And, is there um, weed in it? Maybe. Am I going to go on my drug test that working in my Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. It doesn't have any THC in it, but it yeah. is kind of mineral based. And that's, okay. that's what I love about it. So yeah. before I started whitening, my teeth were actually really sensitive. Really? So when I actually got my teeth whitened with uh, that whitening gel, uh -huh. I noticed my teeth were stronger because I was able to bite down into some cold, you know, some cold frozen pops. I thought you said choke. I was like, oh my God, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we're, going, we're going too hard for me. Shame. <laughs> I love that what she said. I was like, oh, geez. I was going to say it both by letter, but I was like, let me just say yeah, popsicle. Just, just say it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but yeah, it makes my tea, it makes your teeth stronger, but it is a three step uh, three step process. Okay. You get your gel on your teeth, the LED light put over it, and uh -huh. then you relax. You rinse it out at the oh. end. It's only an hour long. Really? Yeah. So you just sit there for 30 minutes or like, how does it work? Because you said it's an hour, so it's an hour to apply the gel and so, then an hour on the other like, So the, uh, three, uh, so it's three sessions, so it's, they're 20 minutes long. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you. after each 20 minutes, well, you'll rinse out and then restart the, restart the process. Huh. So you'll be there for an hour. Oh, uh, okay. And then you'll walk out with instant white teeth. I'm going to have to try it though. But can we listen to India Ari and Frankie J? Whatever you want to listen to. Frankie J, I love Frankie J. You like Frankie J? Uh, he's my favorite singer. What do you mean you haven't heard from him? Frankie J. <laughs> Frankie J, you know that song? I'm on. No? What do you got? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I, I only know that one song. I know, like, if you're not a true diehard fan, you only know that one song. Oh, okay. I know all his songs, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to get him on the public affair, too. I mean, he thinks I want to sleep with him. I really don't. Like, he's just my favorite Frankie, singer. Frankie, he's the best. Yeah, come on, Where's he from, anyway? California. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I reached out to him. I talked about this on either another podcast or on my show. But I reached out to his booking agent because, yeah. you know, they do shows, like, in Dallas and stuff. I was like, hey, you know, can I will pay, like, for an extra day. I'll buy a hotel, flight, car, everything. If he comes to Waco, shoot me the podcast, hour and a half tops. You know what I mean? Yes. It would be the highest honor. I would literally do anything. He's like, nah, nah, he's not going to want to do that. He's not going to want to do that. I don't know. Well, we need to ask him. Well, yeah, he needs to ask him. Well, I've been sliding in Bernie J's DMs. I have. Yes. I mean, sure have. And he said he would do it. I just don't know when. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I'm a huge Frankie J fan. Like, What's going to happen this year? I know. Oh, God, I'm going to manifest, I hope. Because, yeah, like, listen, if I, I, get, I love all my guests on the public affair, but if I get Frankie fucking J on the public affair, I, will, I cannot. Hey, don't forget mm -hmm. about those little people. No, no, I, I, of course. Of course not. No, I appreciate it. I was going to say, I appreciate you all. And I know a lot of people are like, really Frankie J, but I, like, that's my favorite singer in the world. Like, when I saw him in concert in Austin for the first time, and I was drunk, and I said I wouldn't get drunk, but I got drunk, fucking drunk, I got trash. I was crying. You know what I mean? You know, people, like, I never understood why people cry when they see celebrities. Then there goes Frankie J in a sparkling fucking black jacket and white pants, and I was like, oh, God, oh, God. I'm the only fucking dude out there. Like, it's <laughs> when a fucking sign, there's like a hundred people there, you know, and the girls were like, what the fuck? So, now, I will say, there were some people that were like, riding for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they were like, oh yeah, he's a dialogue, that's cool. And then the other bitches were like, what the fuck, you know? I was like, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> they ain't have bitches, you know? If you don't put me up, just stay over there. Okay, damn. No, I had my little clique. Like, it was cute. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I made nice. like, a little group in the corner. Nice. Really awesome. yeah, he was fucking awesome. <laughs> I did that Frankie J. Okay, I really, um, I really want to talk to you, uh, I want to dive into this a little bit. Um, there's a lot of people that I've had on the show that have maybe come to mention that maybe they don't feel a lot of support from the city of Waco. Uh, this show is mainly Waco-driven based, like, you know, like, that's where the majority of my audience are from, obviously. Um, eventually, I'd love to, like, expand. But a lot of people that I've had on the show say that they don't, like, feel the love and support from their own city. How do you feel about that? And do you feel like the other queens in the city ride with you as well? In the city ride with you as well? 
well, I have enough support from the people that I wanted. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't do it for nobody. I just do it for me and my family. Yeah, know? yeah. So as long as my family got my bag and they're riding for me. Okay. But man, I gotta like shout out to everybody. Like, you okay. know, from people that I went to school with, people who I grew up around, yeah. their parents, their family members, all of them. Like, I've had a lot of support. Oh, and that's it has good. been it has been beautiful for me. Yeah. I can't speak for nobody else, you know okay. what I'm saying? Because I don't look for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and when it, when I get it, it just feels so beautiful yeah so it i mean any haters or not not that i know of. <laughs> 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 oh yeah i get i get read for film on my show all the time but yeah i have like three people that somebody actually messaged me the other day i fucking shit my pants abby i'm not even kidding you i think it was it was for a few episodes ago i was mentioning a story and they they fucking messaged me. i just deleted it i didn't even read it <laughs> I just, i'm not confrontational at all abby i really am i don't fight no i don't i really don't everybody thinks that i do and i don't I just say the truth about my experiences with certain situations, and then that other party doesn't like it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not making up a story. This was my experience with you. This is how I felt my experience with you went, and this is my generalization of you as a person to me. Mm -hmm. It's my truth. Why upset them? Mm -hmm. You know, and you wouldn't be upset if it wasn't true. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I'm not, I can't confront that. Like I just like I saw the message and I saw the thread, and I was like. Roman the realtor said that um, my I Wendy Williams and I would stare at a baby with me. <laughs> That's what he said. Episode two, Roman the realtor. No, but yeah, I did. I shit my pants. Cause there's I've had some people reach out to me like, hey, why'd you say this? Or, what'd you talk about that for? And this and that. And I like this time, I really like I had diarrhea. I was in Fort Worth when I got the message. I was in traffic. Like, <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah, it is. That, but that's why I'm not gonna fight with you either. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna do this whole. Fingers, like you can call me and we can talk about it, but I'm not. I'm yes. not gonna have a fighting match with you either. Okay, that's just how I handle shit. Now. Anybody has time for that? No, I'm, I'm being for real. Like, yes. I, like we can talk about it again. I was only sharing, and I've done it plenty of times on this show with several different scenarios. I only talk about my true experience about you. I didn't make anything up. This really happened. Right. If you're upset, and that's your perspective of that's it. it. But it, it really, I didn't just make up a story. Right. This is what really happened. You know what right. I mean? And so when people, like I've had people tell me that, oh, so-and-so saw this episode, they're gonna fuck you up now. Or, oh, so-and-so messaged me personally. I was gonna shit. You know what I mean? So I just, I am not confident. I just don't handle it. Well, I don't know. Like, but I, I did have one person who was dissatisfied with something on an episode that I had. Um, they called me. I shit my pants. <laughs> they called me, but we, you know what, we talk about it like two grown-ass men. Yes. Do you see I what I'm saying? And that's what I like about yes. it. Yes. Because he, he was upset about something that I said. I listened. I didn't like, oh, too fucking bad, isn't that? I listened. I said, you have the right to your opinion. You have the right to how you feel. I'm going to listen to you when you're done. I'll state my opinion. We met in the middle. Boom. Good. Yeah. I liked it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, do you feel like that's important for you to do things like that as well? Oh, yes. Or I'm how do you have to be in situations like that? I'm a one-on-one -on -one kind of person. Okay. Like, I, like for fighting or like? Anything. I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. I'm a, yeah. I'm a one. And like I told you, I was raised around guys. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I would see how they would fight. And it was like, if somebody tried to jump in, oh, get out. That's their, that's oh, their beef. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. their beef. You know what I'm right. saying? And so for me, it's always been like that too. Huh. So uh, if I do have a problem with somebody, which I really don't. Okay, but if I feel like I have to say something, something's on my mind. Or, yeah. you know, the vibes are off or something. Yeah. I'm going to mention it, but I'm going to mention it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and that's because, it, I mean, you got to respect each other. And that way right. that person doesn't feel offended. And it's like, right. oh, shit, like, you just put me out in front of everybody. So yes. now they're going to come up. Aggressive. And wouldn't you agree to that? It's a hard thing to do, but I feel like it's necessary. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like for us to really confront each other about issues. Like I don't like to hold things in. 
Yeah. If I have a problem with you, I really want to be like, hey, let's talk yeah, about this. Now. Yeah, I don't want to hear, I don't want to talk about this right now. Oh, uh, we're, yeah, we're just not going to talk. No, yeah. I want to talk to you about this. You know yeah. what I mean? Let's let's just get this shit over with. You know what I mean? Exactly. However, now, I always say I will get my ass booked too, Abby. I don't like I don't like <laughs> That's why I get scared when people confront me too. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to take some classes or some shit. Girl, I'm gonna have to. Like, I'm gonna have to go to the Don't be telling me you don't give a fire under that because nobody's gonna try to bully you. Then here I come. Look, I did it. I did it ever so bad to people in the middle of the Oh, I need security. So, uh, JR Roman is gonna be security. We can have you, uh, Noni, he's a boxer. He can be security as well. How much you paying? Girl, how much you want? Listen, if somebody comes and tries to whoop my ass, I, especially a girl. First too. of all, if you're wrong, let them beat your ass, okay? I'm never wrong, though. <laughs> no. I, but that's what I'm saying. I'm being for real. I always, I never, listen, contrary to belief, because back in the day, I used to be that person that was like, oh, let's sip the tea. And I hate that I was that person. I'm not going to lie. I hated that phase of my life. Now, I just, I don't try to like, like start shit, but I've been through some real life shit. And I've dealt with some real ass, like not real ass people, but people that have been shitty to me. Do you see what I'm saying? In the past, like that's mm-hmm. past. So I did a radio career, personal life, everything. But when I talk about my experiences on the show or with anybody, it's the truth. That's just what happened. Right. So don't be mad at me. Like, to be glad I didn't name you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, so just like when we talked about your situation, like, we didn't name the person, like, out of respect for them. You know what I mean? And I hope that person doesn't watch this and think that we were bashing them or anything. No, you know, like, no. I, I applaud that person for moving on and talking to you about that. I really do. Yeah, so we I got think, over. We've matured about Perfect, it. yeah. I, I think that's what lacks in our, um, in our age group. Yes, and communication. Yes, effective, effective communication. Effective communication. Effective communication. I do. If it ain't effective, I think that's what lacks in This is a lot of responsibility. People yeah. are not learning to be accountable for their actions, for right. their words, right. and being responsible. And that's really what that what we lack on. Yeah. And I say we because I can be like that too sometimes. Okay, yeah, I, well, definitely, yeah. Same, so, same with yeah. me too. And I have to check. My, there's lots of times yeah, I check Yeah, you better myself. check yourself before I you get, break yourself. I don't know if I read that. I just want to check it what are you talking about? I'm a wino. I can't go to the okay. wine festival anymore. What do you mean? <laughs> I got bands. Oh, shit. Yeah. You got I mean, it was a blowjobs conversation. Anyway. My bad. I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, and then I also went home and like barely made it to the track camp, threw up and passed out in the dining room. That's, that was my last heavy night of drinking. Anyway, okay. That was like two years ago. Okay, so, um, you know, again, I really appreciate you coming on the show. I think, did you have a good time? Yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy that you came on. It really means a lot that you got to check a little bit of the show out, get to really study me and, like, really just feel comfortable. We didn't know each other prior to this, so I'm really happy and grateful that you came. What's next for you? Um, what can we expect from Abby? Shit, I don't even know what's next for me. I just go with the flow, but uh, I definitely like to grow, so, I mean, yeah. there's going to be a lot of changes coming up. Um, okay. Just because I don't like to be the same person I was last year. So. Right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have to stay tuned. We have to stay tuned. And do you want to give anybody a shout out? I want to give everybody a shout out. Shout out to Home Waco, <laughs> yes. you know, South Waco, you know. Yeah. Can I buy a house in South Waco? Can you, no. Don't. No. I told my realtor that I'd like to buy a house in South Waco. Oh, can you? Yes, yes, yes you yes. should. Okay. I mean, can you? I don't know. Should you? Yes. Oh, okay. Most okay, definitely. Okay. That's what I, mean. I love South Waco. I, I don't think I'm from Norway, so I like to stay to my Yeah, home. I lived in North Waco for five months. I was like, no, sh- no shade to anybody in North Waco. No, not at all. I didn't care for the H-E-B. But, <laughs> but no, I do. Like, a lot of my sponsors live in South Waco, and I, I got to see their community. And I, um, my bar, uh, realtor that I'm talking to, I'm like, yeah, I kind of like this area, like by the highway. You know, so we'll see. So, but, but other people tell me, like, don't do it. So what, what's your take? You're from there. I mean, shit, I'll say do it. Okay, and then somebody comes try to rob me and call you and you can beat them up? No. <laughs> no man. My phone goes on DMV at 2 o'clock. Girl, yeah, so I tried calling you this morning. Why was I going to voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> I 
the first person ever to read me on my own show. Barbara Abbey, I love you for coming on. Thank you for coming on to the public. Of course, it was such an honor. I had a great time. Thank you guys so much for um, all your support and love for the public affair. Before we go, I definitely want to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors. Um, of course, to Sid Rodriguez, who recommended Barbara Abbey. Sid, he did it again. He did He did you. He told me to get Denise Balthazar. Him and his wife told me to get Denise Balthazar. You guys are great. I love you guys. Um, he, Elite Barbershop is located on Hewitt Drive. You can download the cut app or call the number on the screen to book. He also has Marcus Guerrero, Chris Reyes, and Santos Cordova out there making you look all cute and sexy. I did it up. Elite Barbershop said congratulations to you for everything. Um, the yes. future is only looking brighter for him. He is such a freaking driven guy. I he love is. him. I love he Sid. Is. Sid, shout out to you. Um, of course, the Soko Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez located on Franklin Drive. Shout out to them. Oh, I think I just go with them. Oh, yes, I love them. Yes. I, that's how I lost them. <laughs> 46 pounds awesome. so far. Yes, darling. They're located on Franklin Drive. They offer team, small group, and individual skill training. They also have open play on occasional Friday nights, and they, have, they specialize in soccer training and fitness training with Dominic Gutierrez, Isaac, and London Carrillo. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the public affair. And to Fat Boy Michelada with Junior Banda. Fat Boy Michelada and Botana, excuse me, which if you haven't had it, you got with your girl. I have not. Girl is the best. I'm telling you, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna, I, I, tell, I told like the last five guests I'm gonna get them some. I'm being dead serious. I'm going to. <laughs> he provides the best Micheladas and Botana plates for yourself or for a party. He's locally operated, so make sure you get the best and not the rest, darling. Thank you so okay. much to Junior Banda for, for being a. <laughs> Thank you so much to Junior Banda for Fat Boy Michelada and Botana. That was cute. I like that. <laughs> uh, Junior, thank you so much for sponsoring the public affair. Of course, to my boy Joel Olvera, public affair alumni with Four Brothers Construction. He provides custom home designs and renovations and also focuses on plumbing, roofing, tree removal, electrical work, and so much more. Joe, thank you so much for being a part of the public affair and sponsoring. Make sure you guys call the number on the screen if you need any of that work done. Also, shout out to Inspire Roofing and Home Improvement with my boy Joe Olvera. He focuses on commercial and residential roofing, also 25-year and 30-year shingle roofs, and all exterior needs. So make sure you call the number on the screen for any of that work done, Joe Olvera. Thank you for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. To everybody, uh, please make sure you subscribe to um, the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Public Affair. It's right here. The, you know, I think the subscribe button's right there. <laughs> I love you all so much. You guys, episode 41. I cannot believe we're almost at 50. I, I got some really good things that I'm brainstorming. So you guys, um, you know, stay tuned. You know, expect some things. Um, Abby, thank you again so much for coming on thank to the show. So to the community of Waco, thank you guys for supporting yes. and writing with me as well. I love you all so much. They're and awesome. don't forget, darling, to always... Keep it between us. It's almost, this fucking wine is good. I typically like dry wine, um, but this, whatever, it ain't nothing. I mean, you're not gonna leave me for filth on my show. <laughs> Tell them my teeth are shitty, and I don't like the right wine. They're not shitty! <laughs> I don't want to lie either. I love you. Make that a blooper, please. <laughs> Cheers. Like, cheers one more time. <laughs> Where are we going to bring you to?